so much is beyond anyone's control right now. We all think that things will get better and that we will come out of this and, and maybe be stronger for it and, and better prepared for the next time something like this happens, when that's gonna be. I think that the uncertainty of that and how different areas of the country are going to reopen or readapt or whatever is the is the scary part about it because we don't know the, the timing surrounding that. So vulnerability, I think, is if anything, people like me are realizing it's all right to, to not have all the answers uh, because no one does right now. You're listening to the Authenticity is Contagious podcast with Kathleen O'Grady, where she and her guests discuss what it means to choose your authentic self, to remove negative energy, to live a calmer life, and to become more, a more heart-centered person, a stronger leader, a better partner, and a friend. Come join us on this journey of creating the life you've been missing out on, one intention at a time. Here's your host, authentic leadership coach and founder of Rally Coaching and Rally Coaching Academy, Kathleen O'Grady. Welcome to the Authenticity is Contagious podcast. This is your host, Kathleen O'Grady, and my guest today is the great Johnny Chapel, owner and head broker for Chapel Residential. Welcome, Johnny. Thank you for having me, Kathleen. I've never been called the great before, so you're the first. <laughs> well, I think I'm the. I, I think you called me something very special when I was on your chapel chats recently. So. Yeah, well, you know, we we pay it forward. That's our philosophy. So it, when if you do good among others, you know, it tends to come back around to you, right? Yeah, I wanted to return the favor. So here we are. It's close to the end of April. We're probably a month and a half into this COVID nineteen era of life. And I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing with the listeners some of the things that you've been noticing about your authentic leadership in this crisis. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, that first you kind of have to just think differently about a lot of things with COVID uh, and your leadership style. It, it wasn't something that I thought about the first week or probably the first 10 days or maybe even two weeks into this. But then after a while, you start to realize that oh, you know, we have a company of 13 team members and no one was coming to, into the office anymore for a while. And so how do you pivot and change the way you communicate while not dropping the way you communicate or, or while not communicating less? Uh, because while we take it for granted that, that just hearing someone's voice or being able to talk over the phone or, or face-to-face over a webcam, while it's maybe not face-to-face and person-to-person and, and, and that close, it still carries a lot of weight. And I think it's still maybe even today, it, it, it helps people get through their day, uh, which is already different and weird enough, a little bit easier. So trying to do whatever we can to keep communication uh, really dense. We're trying to densely communicate in our office, I guess, because it's just a little bit harder right now. But if you if you think about it in advance, I think everybody ends up a little bit better off for it. And then what about the customers? What's it like out there in terms of real estate? I mean, I I know from my own personal experience, as you know, I'm in the process of buying and selling. But from your vantage point as the builder, what is it that you're noticing that's changed? Yeah, so I, to, so to direct it on, on two fronts, I guess, from a consumer standpoint, so from someone like you who's going into buying their next home, which is a really emotional, huge decision anyway, and then you're looking to, to sell your current home, which is another huge, it's one of the biggest financial decisions you'll make in your life. We're seeing people just a little bit more cautious on that, you know, on both ends. Obviously, you had already gotten the train going before uh, before this all happened and, and there was really no stopping it, but we're finding that a lot of people, you know, people still 
want to live in our area in the Triangle of North Carolina. Um, it's a very desirable place to be. Um, we're still actually at, at an inventory shortage, so we have a, a undersupply of homes on the market. But people are obviously and understandably holding on to that paycheck and, and whatever they have in their bank account a little tightly these days compared to in, in times in the past. So while we're not seeing the market completely come to a stop, it is certainly slowing down quite a bit. And I've told my team, you know, if you get a house sold, treat it like you got five houses sold. Treat every one like five uh, because it, it, every one is a little bit more important when in our business we're completely based on commissions and on selling homes. And so we know that's going to be difficult the next several months, but we're trying to do what we can in a safe way uh, to try to keep it as business as usual as, as possible. And I'm sure they appreciate your optimism, but also your transparency, because we talked about that the other day, how you made the decision to be as transparent as possible with your team. Yeah, because I mean, it's everybody has their own daily uh, stuff going on, which is which is front and center and the most important. But it's I think helpful to know anyone who's part of an organization, whether it be a big or a small one, to know what's going on. You know, with the health of the organization. So you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to make it through this. But at the same time, we're going to be looking at doing about half of the amount of business in the first half of 2020 than we did in 2019. So we're looking to be down about 50%. And, and, and a, the majority of that is obviously based on the times that we're in with COVID. Um, so I told my, I made the choice to tell um, my team that a few weeks ago, because number one, they need to know what's going on. It's not a, a motivational thing to try to go work harder because a lot of the stuff is out of our hands. Mm -hmm. uh, but, it's, but to your point, it's just about being transparent and as open and honest uh, as you can be, because I think in these times, it, it, it does no good to kind of sweep things under the rug and, uh, and sugarcoat it when everybody knows it's, it's difficult. Yeah. And, and I also remember that you've been quite innovative in terms of the ways in which you're attempting to make the buyers more comfortable. So do you want to share what you did to create, I guess, like a, a backdoor? Yeah. So we're, you know, we've tried to, again, when in early March, late February, started looking at every little thing we did and how could we do it differently? How could we kind of pivot to use a term that's used a lot these days and, and just do things differently? So on the showing side of things, real estate in, in our area is still deemed a, an essential activity. So we have to be out in the field. We have to support our clients, but let's do it in a safe, manner as possible. Let's follow all the CDC guidelines and, and advice from state and local officials. On the marketing front, we have a full-time marketing team in our company. On that front, we switched everything that we did to, to virtual. So more virtual tours, more 360 videos, more anything that could, if you're at home and you don't feel like or don't feel safe getting off the couch to see real estate, you can see virtually everything there. Uh, and then the third thing we did was a piece of the contract. So we basically had an attorney draw up an addendum that we can add to any of our contracts that our developers choose to use, uh, which says basically, if you lose your job, if you're impacted negatively by anything that has to do with COVID-19, we'll simply give you your money back and you don't have to buy the house. Normally, buying a new construction home, something brand new, you give the builder a really big check at the time that you sign that contract. And that check almost never comes back to you. It's non-refundable. So we're simply taking a non-refundable part of the contract and making it fully refundable uh, if anybody's impacted by the pandemic, which we thought was just, just the right thing to do. I mean, that's extraordinarily generous, Johnny. I'm wondering, are, are you aware of any other companies out there that are doing that? Uh, I'm sure there are. You know, the North Carolina Association of Realtors enacted a similar uh, similar protection for buyers on resale homes. Like if you go put your house for sale, someone could submit an addendum to the contract that you can choose or choose not to work with. It says 
again, if I'm impacted by COVID-19, work with me here. Give me either longer to buy the house or let me out of my, my contract if you can. This one is actually a little bit more strong because it says, we're just going to give you your money back. We're going to try to give you as much time as needed if you're, if you're having trouble obtaining the financing um, for the house or if you're having uncertainties at work. But at the end of the day, um, if you can show documented evidence that, that the pandemic has impacted you negatively uh, financially, then we're just going to you know, virtually shake hands or fist bump and, uh, and, and let you go along your way because it's just, again, I think it's the right thing to do. So let's switch from business to personal for a minute. If, if you could see any silver lining or blessings in disguise to this whole scenario of COVID-19, what are you noticing has, it, has changed for you on a personal level? Well, I mean, a few things. Number one, you can't go outside these days. We're, we're fortunate that we live in a fairly uh, uh, temperate climate. Uh, you complain sometimes it gets too hot for your taste. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but right now, maybe that's not a bad thing, right? For it to be nice and sunny and warm outside occasionally. So you see, I mean, you can't walk out your door without seeing people outside and walking the dog and walking the stroller and, and running. So I think it's at least it's turned my attention more to, hey, maybe don't worry about those last couple of emails. Maybe take 30 minutes to get outside if you can. I think just understanding within yourself or letting your team know that while we can't stop, we have to keep going, we have to keep representing our clients, we have to keep the doors and the lights open, it's okay to slow down a little bit. So that, that's, I think, one kind of nice thing personally, if you're able to you know, get out of your home office uh, for a, a half an hour during the day, maybe that's easier than it was getting out of the office environment um, and just taking a little bit of time again to slow down, whether that's at a park bench or you're walking the neighborhood or you find a spot in the sun to camp out for a few minutes, just small things like that, I think will hopefully survive this because maybe it got us back to connect with some of the things that are important that we kind of shelve off to the side uh, when we get in our normal, you know, busy routines. Yeah, and that's it's a really good segue to a topic that's been coming about a lot lately with my clients is this whole shift has forced us to be so much more vulnerable because so much of what we had at least a perceived control over, everything's changed and we're kind of left just figuring it all out, which can feel very vulnerable. So what, how is that showing up for you right now? Oh, I mean, I think if you're, if you're a, like I'm a small business owner and if you're a small business owner, like you are, you like to be in control. There's a reason why you are an, an entrepreneur. <laughs> we might have different levels of how much we like to control things, but I'm very honest that I like to control everything I can that is related to my business. And on normal days, uh, I think I can do more than I really can. But in days like now, I think you kind of have to be vulnerable. You kind of have to be out there and just it's okay to let people understand that so much today that's going on is, is well beyond our control in a, in a normal quote unquote economy. I think in real estate, you can do a few things here or there to impact things one way or the other, but so much is beyond anyone's control right now. We all think that things will get better and that we will come out of this and, and maybe be stronger for it and, and better prepared for the next time something like this happens when that's going to be. And I think that the uncertainty of that and how different areas of the country are going to reopen or readapt or whatever is the, is the scary part about it because we don't know the, the timing surrounding that. So vulnerability, I think, is if anything, people like me are realizing it's all right to, to not have all the answers uh, because mm -hmm. no one does right now. Yeah, I, I mean, my team at Raleigh Coaching, Raleigh Coaching Academy, they've, they've seen me cry. They've seen me in my pajamas, mm -hmm. just 
I'm like, I couldn't shower today, but I'm here in front of the computer. <laughs> I, I've also had days where I'm like, I just, today's the day I'm just going to take to do nothing. And if I only have a couple of non-essential meetings, I'll move them. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's really big right now for us to do is to just practice self-care and be gentle with the moments where we don't have the strength to persevere because this is like a roller coaster. Oh, totally. And you're right. There are days where you want to wake up and you want to hear, you follow that advice that you've heard, which is, you know, get up and make your bed and get dressed like you're going into the office and do all the things normal. And then you have those other days where like, literally I caught myself on Friday putting on a decent looking shirt and some jeans to go to an on-site meeting out in the field, if you will. And I was like, man, when's the last time I've, <laughs> I've really gotten ready for work? Uh, because it's, you do get in this, this rut or it's easy to throw on what's ever comfortable and, you know, making the best of the Zoom call that you have to go through, right? So I think there's a, a fine line, maybe taking advantage of some of the, the luxuries that, that work from home allows, but also not letting it take you too far away from the reality that you have work to do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm really curious. How does your hair look so good considering all of the barber shops have been it's, closed for a while? It's it's really short. That, that's the key. So it's uh I used to cut my own hair uh, a while ago and and even today it's nothing but a set of clippers and a cocktail and you can get it done. So it's not it's it's not the end of the world. <laughs> well, you're one of the lucky ones cuz I I've seen some attempts to use product like gel it's it's I've, I've caught myself in a baseball hat uh more often than than normal and it's funny you know the salon i went to a, about a, a couple of weeks ago they're now selling t-shirts and the t-shirt is basically a, a crazy guy with hair like all over the place and a long beard but if you buy one of the t-shirts all the proceeds go to the the salon workers who are who've been out of a job now for going on two months and so oh, it's a good way to think about a different way to kind of give back so Johnny, as we know with authentic leadership, a big aspect of how we lead is with empathy. How would you say your empathy is showing up right now? You know, again, thinking about leadership or connecting with your, your folks, your team in a different way, I think it's just, you know, I've tried to be more, whether it's a client or, or someone that works with us in our office, just picking up the phone on a random uh, basis and trying to touch base a little bit more often than, than normal. And it's not touching base about a specific transaction or a real estate that we're trying to sell or a project that we're working on, but just a, Hey, how's your day going? You know, uh, how's the home life going? You know, how, how is it working at home with you and your two-year-old and, and your mother-in-law and, and, and things like that. Yeah. So it's just, you know, kind of being empathetic about that this, while it sounds easy, this situation of, of virtual work and work from home is not, what everybody signed up for. I have a, a few people who really, really, really want to go into the office every day and that's part of their routine and they work better there. So it's understanding that even what, it's not a snow day, but understanding that, that if it feels like one, that may have been cool for a day or two, but a lot of folks are really struggling with how to get through extended periods of time under circumstances like this. So I think it's just being there, whether it's talking about something work-related or just checking in. And then what about the, the building process? I mean, the builders, it, it's, it, it requires more patience, I guess, for everybody. Nothing is moving at the same pace that it moved at uh, a couple of weeks ago. And again, in some respects, that can be a positive, right? Our, if we can slow down what we're doing uh, life-wise and have 
time for ourselves or our loved ones at the end of the day, that's a good thing. It's not always a good thing when you're trying to build a house and you've got a loan and a moving truck and another house to sell and two, you know, people who are going in two different places. So what we're trying to do also is just communicate a little bit more consistently uh, with our clients and let them know that, hey, if the electrician's kid is at home and they can't find daycare and the kid is sick, electrician's probably not going to come in and, and hook up the ceiling fan today. And, and that may delay your closing by a few days. And so it's just a matter of, uh, and again, it, it's a massive investment anytime someone buys or sells a house. It's one of the biggest ones they're going to make period in life. And so it's understanding that, but making them understand that things are just, just taking a little bit longer and your patience is going to be stretched a little bit further. But most people have been really good about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been constantly curious about from one day to the next, like, is something else going to change? <laughs> like, cause my closing date is June 22nd and there's quite a bit of what, like five, six weeks between now and then. Yeah. And every day I just wake up and when I get my updates from the builder and, and he keeps saying, you know, we're on schedule, it is reassuring, but I feel like if there was a delay, what are we supposed to do? Be entitled and say, well, you know, yeah, make everybody should come to work. <laughs> yeah, totally. Everybody has to, to understand that, that whatever that is, whether it's the house they're waiting for or the car they're waiting for or being able to get back in their salon to have a day of, of beauty, like all those things are going to come when we're told it's all right. And everything's going to come probably on a little bit of a slower timeline uh, right now. So it is, it, it's, you have to even say it though, in a slower more approachable manner. In, in the past, we'd be like, ah, your home's going to be delayed two weeks, live with it. But you really can't do that now because you don't know what that is adding to someone who has already gone through seven bits of bad news during the day. So it's just being a little bit more cognizant of that. Oh my God, that is such a good point because I, I've had a, a few different, I guess you could call it the straw broke the camel's back moments. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was just, uh, I was like, I can't take one more thing. Well, and I think that's, I mean, but really too, it, it's, it's also the, what you're having to go through, right? It's the, in a normal day, you know, taking a half hour, 45 minutes to be on hold with your credit card company or your insurance company or whatever about something they screwed up uh, may not be that bad. But when you've already been on, let's say five or six calls and conference calls and, and virtual calls throughout the day, it seems like it's a little bit more BS <laughs> at that point to go through. Uh, exactly. And I have to remember, like, everybody's a human, everybody's life is at risk, everybody knows someone who's at risk, and that we're all just getting through it. So when you're in your downtime, what are you consuming these days in terms of content, whether it's books or podcasts or TV shows to just kind of like, you know, relax and, and not focus on work or not focus on what's happening outside in, in the world? Well, it's not the news. So I, I'm trying to stay away from the news because it's just not that. I mean, I'll get a minute online maybe of news one, one day, but I don't, it's not appointment TV anymore. I think if you overdo it with that, then you're, then my personal opinion is it's just not good for me. So, you know, what are you consuming when, when you're not working? I mean, it might just be really silly, completely opposite things for some people, me included, like music that you like or a crazy reality TV show that you normally wouldn't watch or, or, or something like that, that to tear you away. I'm a big sports fan and right now you, you can't watch sports. And so, you know, that's, that's been difficult. You can go back and watch replays of things or documentaries, but you can't watch 
the games themselves. So I think it was tough this spring with the, with basketball. It'll be tough this summer with baseball and, and golf. And, and maybe it'll be it'll impact most likely the football season in the fall, too. So what else can you find yourself? Unfortunately, I love to work. And so when I listen to a podcast or read a book um, or, or listen to an audio book, there's probably something to do with work or real estate or small business or leadership in the title or in the content. But even for me, if I can take time out of my day and spin the wheel a little bit and focus on something that may be related, but maybe also to me, it's a little bit of a getting away from a Zoom call. That's not a bad thing. I, I recently came across something really entertaining that's got my attention and it's it's uh, called Chapel Chats. Have you heard of it? Yeah, it's the hottest thing, <laughs> the hottest new party on uh, <laughs> in Raleigh right now. So yeah, we started this video series. Again, we were trying to think of things that we could do as a company that were different and that might be absorbed or engaged with differently during this weird, different time. And what we realized early is that a lot of freaking people are going to be at home on their computer and on their phone, and they're going to be on for longer. And they might watch stuff that they might normally not take half an hour out of the day to watch or to listen to. So we started doing these things called chapel chats where for the first several weeks of the pandemic, it was literally me in my backyard um, at a six or seven foot distance interviewing people that were small business owners or a, someone who ran a salon or a Raleigh city council member, or maybe someone uh, who thinks authenticity is contagious or, or, or <laughs> things like that in my backyard. And then we've done a few since then uh, over webcam, just because we're trying to, to adhere to all the, the proper protocols and, and be safe about it. So yeah, please check that out if you can. Uh, you can go to the Chapel Residential uh, YouTube channel. It's also a, a podcast. You can download it through Apple or find it in a myriad of different ways. So again, something we could do is not really, we're not trying to push houses on people or say, hey, go buy this, or we're not taking commercial breaks. It's just a conversation um, literally in a backyard or over a, a webcam that is hopefully a little bit of a distraction in the in the day-to-day. -day. And chapel is spelled how, so people don't... Uh, Good question, because everybody gets it wrong. Yeah, it's... A, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. -L. So it's like Chapel Hill with two P's and two L's. And so, Johnny, I was lucky to be a guest. So definitely tune into the episode with me and Johnny because we, we definitely had some fun. And I was the painful guest who forced him to go back onto Zoom because of my temperature requirements. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 She, some people, some, you know, some really snobby celebs ask for certain colors of M&Ms and, and, and things like that. Kathleen just said, I'm not, I'm not going outside. <laughs> Unless it's a crisp 67. We'll have you back on in October for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, ironically, you think I'm joking, but I'm really not. The summer months are when I hide in my house, when most people hide in their homes during the winter months. When, the, yeah. when it's cold out, I'm alive. I am just like, I feel like I could take on the world. But when it starts getting hot, I get seasonally depressed. Hmm. Well, that, I mean, that, you know, you, you're not from here originally, so, so we can't hold that against you. I, I'm the complete opposite where I hate to leave my house if it drops below 50 so, so that yeah, I can deal with it when it's, when it's terrible, terribly hot. But, uh, but yeah, just, I guess growing up here, you get immune to the, to the humidity. Well, as we kind of wrap up, I'd love to hear you talk about what are, what property or what project are you most psyched about right now, even amongst all the uncertainty. 
Oh, wow. Uh, so we're doing actually, and that's one of the cool things is that as I've advised our clients and, and on our personal projects, we're trying to get them out there now, frankly, if they're close to being ready, uh, because people are, again, they're going online. We, we make a website for every neighborhood that we sell um, and we do a lot of uh, social media and videos. And so we're finding that people are clicking on that stuff and engaging with it right now. So uh, we're doing a, a couple of really cool new projects. One's called uh, Nottingham, which is seven houses up on a hill kind of inside the Beltline near downtown Raleigh. Uh, we're doing a, a really nice high-end luxury Clark townhomes. Uh, that's over near Cameron Village. And we're doing some, you know, on the other end of the scale, we're doing some kind of first-time buyer, very affordable townhomes that start in the 200s. Um, that's over off of Glenwood and Millbrook Avenue in North Raleigh. Those are called Pleasant Pines. And so um, so you can go to our website, which is chapelres.com and see everything that we're doing. But again, while it, it, some people are adjusting to things, and we are as well, we're trying to actually do a little bit more just in a different way right now. The the number of people walking into houses is down, but the number of people looking at them on their laptop is way up. So we're trying to take advantage of that. Yeah. And there's, speaking of taking advantage, there's always the people who aren't as affected that want to take advantage of this time to get a good deal or to, to feel like they have yeah. more wiggle room. Well, and too, it's, yeah, I think it's, I think it's actually a pretty good time to buy because if you're looking right now, you're going to be looking with less competition, right? Because just not as many people shopping. And there's also a little bit more motivation from the sellers that are out there right now, because if they still have their home for sale, there's a reason why, right? Either they think they're going to take advantage of what activities out there, or they really have a strong, they need to get that house sold. So you may be dealing with a more motivated seller and the interest rates are still super, super low right now. So the people who are out there right now, we're seeing that they're, they're actually finding some good deals and having success. And then those who are choosing to wait for it to, to quote unquote, get back to normal. I think the, the lid is going to go off the real estate market at that point, because there's just a lot of pent up activity that maybe the spring market that we normally see might just be delayed until the summer or the fall. Well, I am so grateful again, that you took the time to be with us today. And I'm going to celebrate your success because I know it's pending. And I can't wait to hear when is the episode of Chapel Chats coming out that I'm on? Is it uh, any any day now. So uh, it's it's going to come out and uh, and be prepared to receive all kinds of you know invitations to fancy virtual parties and uh, endorsement uh, requests and and just to you know just remember the the little people when you continue to take off. Yes, and make sure that your assistant sends me the numbers so I can wire the funds for your time today. Absolutely, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of zeros at the end of that check, please. Big, big check. <laughs> You're the best, Johnny. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, for Now, this has been an awesome conversation, so thank you for having me on. The, things like this are, are kudos to you too, because as a coach and as a business owner, like everybody, you're trying to figure out ways, different ways to be out there right now. And I think it doesn't take it's not an easy thing to do one of these. And so uh, congratulations to you for doing that. Well, thank you, Johnny. As you may know, I had several other podcast episodes pre-recorded, ready mm -hmm. to, to roll out when all of this started to happen. And so now I'm having to start season one all over again. <laughs> and so we're going to, we're going to like drop the mic with, with Johnny Chapel, like oh man, just... <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm gonna I'll, myself and my mom will listen to it at least four or five times, so you can count on that. Oh my God, you're <laughs> All right, well, we better wrap this up, or we'll be flouting each other's egos for the rest of the <laughs> exactly. day. Exactly.
Thank you to the great and charismatic Johnny Chapel from Chapel Residential for giving us such practical and empathetic tips on authentic leadership during this difficult time. You can find his series of Chapel Chats on YouTube or any podcast app. If you're looking to buy or sell your home in the Triangle area, and especially downtown Raleigh, visit his website, chapelres.com. That's two P's and two L's, R-E-S, dot com. And thank you so much for tuning in. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And we would love it if you could give us a rating and a review. If you're interested in becoming a more authentic leader yourself, visit AuthenticityIsContagious.com. Intro and outro music for this podcast was provided by a dear friend and former client, the incredibly talented Autumn Rose Brand. You can find out more about her and her music at autumnbrandviolin.com. This episode was edited and produced by Earfluence. For more on full-service podcast production for your business or personal brand, visit earfluence.com. Next time on the Authenticity is Contagious podcast. What happens in Western medicine is that we tend to have an illness, we go to the doctor, we get diagnosed, we get the pills that we need, and then we are sent off on our way. And we never get to the root of what caused the illness in the first place. I'm Kathleen O'Grady, reminding you not to settle for a mediocre life. <laughs>